Good evening, everyone. Today is October 23rd, 2023. And welcome to the iBug Monday Night Buzz Call. This is episode number 606. Working our way up to the next big milestone. So my name is Brad Snyder, uh, along with my co-host for tonight, Pete Lane. We are your facilitators for this event. Sandia is not able to be with us tonight. She is traveling and visiting family. So we hope she has a nice, nice visit and a nice time away. I know she's thinking about us. Believe me, I know because of all the text messages, <laughs> but we wish her well. And Pete and I are going to do our best to not mess anything up. So with that, uh, iBug Buzz is an open forum where we discuss all things in the iOS universe. That means we'll talk about devices such as your iPhones, your iPads, iPod Touch, if you're still using one of those. We'll talk about the Apple Watch, Apple TV maybe even, and we talk about uh, accessories and peripheral devices, keyboards, headphones, all kinds of stuff like that. We'll talk about apps and just everything iOS. So we do keep it iOS. We have other calls for other things. But tonight, the focus is all on iOS. We all know the rules. We all know how to raise. We don't raise our hands. We all know all that good stuff. So we'll move right along. And let's see. Sonia's not here. So guess who gets to do announcements? So let's see if I can do this without messing it up. Obviously, we all know about Monday night because we're here. Tomorrow night, Tuesday, we have a little thing we do in Clubhouse called the iBug Mini Buzz. And tomorrow night, we will be talking about iOS. So it will be a short version, one-hour version of what we do in here. But we're going to do it on Clubhouse as we do every second and fourth Tuesday um on um what do we got do we have anything on wednesday I don't, oh we have wait a minute tomorrow night we have macintalk hosted by our very own chanel allen where we that's where we talk about the mac see in case you were wondering so we talk about that nothing on wednesday night this week but on thursday we have ibugs life and even though i just looked it up i cannot remember the the name of this one. They might remember it's not on, on the go. It's something like that. Anyway, our very own George Batiste hosts that event, and he will be talking about traveling both locally within town and outside of town, long distance travel. So uh, come join us for that. That's um, just like McIntosh and this call. It's all at seven o'clock central time, all time central. iBug is uh, based in Houston, so all times are central, the center of the iBug universe. Let's see. Friday is the movie. We all know about the movie. Movie gets started at 8, but we like you to come early for the pre-movie social time. Time gets started at 7.15 for plenty of Argle Bargle. We have Name That Tune, Guess the Song, Title, Artist, and What, If Anything, the song has to do with the movie. Uh, we don't know what the movie is because we're all waiting around for that big reveal that's going to happen in about an hour. Uh, but come the movie at eight and afterwards, of course, we have 
after movie discussion and some trivia fun facts about the movie. It's always one of the highlights of my week. I know that for sure. Um, Then we have, what is it? Saturday, we have the iBug Cafe, which uh, starts at uh, 2 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon, goes until 4. And on Sunday, we take a breather. So after all that, we'll need one. So hopefully I didn't leave anything out or get anything totally messed up there. Let's get around is the. uh, That's it. Thank you. You know, I keep looking that up and for some reason that doesn't stick. But anyway, let's get around on the go, on the move. I don't know why I cannot remember. Let's get around. But yeah, move it on. Anyway. So, yes, George always does a good job. So join us Thursday for that one. All right. With that out of the way, let's move on. The next thing is what everybody's looking forward to is introductions. Now, hang on. Let me do this. Oh, got to turn voiceover back on. Okay. Oh, God. You get in a hurry and just everything gets messed up. Okay, now you can all unmute. So let's go ahead and proceed with introductions. We all know what Janet to do. in Colorado. And Hang I on, a, Janet. Have... I'm getting us started. My name is Brad, mm-hmm. and I'm in Dallas. Now you can go. Okay, Janet in Colorado, and you meant at, um, I bug Apple Workshop, not the cafe. The cafe. Was Did I say cafe? Pizza. Thank you yes, for correcting me. Thank you for correcting me. See, I knew I'd mess something up. (laughs) Workshop is on Saturday. Cafes are on Sunday. On the the second Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. See, I messed it up again. Thank you, Janet. All right. And we're expecting perfection tonight. I know. Well, you're in the wrong place (laughs) if that's what you're (laughs) expecting. All I can do is do my best. But I know I got a great support staff and everybody here. So thank you all. Yeah, I'm Brad's secretary. <laughs> Hi, Julie. I heard there's Pete in there. Hey, guys. Oh, hello, Terry Ann. Yeah, I was going to mention the Apple workshop, but uh, yeah, yep. she beat you to it. She's uh, she like I said, I got a a great support staff. Appreciate all of you. Oh, all right. Um, this is Helene in Woodstock, New York. Welcome, Helene. Thank you, Sarah in Vermont. Hello, Sarah. Welcome. Hello. Mishka in Houston. Mishka, welcome. Ed in Georgetown, Ontario. Welcome. Angelo Ed. in Ottawa. Angelo, welcome. Dan, Southern California. Welcome, Dan. This is Ned in Texas. Welcome, Ned. Thank you. Sorry, also, Houston. wasn't there an Android Insight coming up soon? Or did I didn't it was miss- last week. This that is was third last week. Okay. Wednesday. Oh, third Wednesday. Okay. I'm sorry, we missed a couple of names. Who do we miss? Donna in Houston. Hello, Donna. Desi in Franklin, Tennessee. Hello, Desi. Deb from Kansas. Hey, Deb, welcome. Thank you. Greg, Greg in Texas. Hey, Greg. Marvin in Chicago. Welcome, Marvin. Liz Fort Worth. Hey, Liz, welcome. Gary and Austin. Hey, Gary. Hey, Brad. 
That can't be everybody. Paul in Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Paul. Welcome. Mary Ellen Earlson, Scottsdale, Arizona. Welcome, Mary Ellen. Jody in New Hampshire. Hey, Jody. Welcome. Gloria in Houston. Welcome, Gloria. Thank you. Vanessa, Georgia. Welcome, Vanessa. Hey. And is that everybody? Usually waiting on the caboose. Sandy always goes last, so that's my punctuation point at the end. Anyway, welcome everyone. And if go ahead. Ellen in Gerald, Texas. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you. Representing representing Gerald very well. Thank you. <laughs> nice. All right. Welcome everyone. Um I forgot to mention if anyone's new to joining us uh, either on this call or iBug in general. I usually ask that you uh, self-identify and we promise not to point fingers at you and any of that. If you, if you uh, would like to let us know that this is your first time with us, please do. Um, also, we usually like to get things started um, with uh, any new users or someone who's new to using their iPhone or other iOS device and has a question about something, we like to give you all, our new users, a first opportunity to get the ball rolling each call. So if we have any new users who'd like to get us started, please take the opportunity and go for it. Now say it. I'm Ellen from Gerald, and I'm new. Okay, go go ahead, Ellen. And I'm excited with going. Um, I I don't know enough to ask questions, but I will have them later. Oh, please do. Just speak up. We don't raise use raised hands in here. We state our name, and then we wait for either myself or Pete, the facilitators, to acknowledge you and give you the floor, and then. That's how we do things around here. So uh, we're glad you're here. And when you come up with a question or some kind, please speak up. Anybody else? This is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Um, when I listen to the movie, it's the first movie I've gotten to stay up the entire movie. And when I wanted to unmute to say what I thought of it, um, there was again the um very challenging to find but it kept saying new things that i've never heard before it said null n-u-l-l and i don't no, know that means like there's nothing it's like probably your iphone's focused on something and for some reason it's saying null yeah i don't know that's a zoom thing and I, weird I, stuff. yeah and so i didn't want to get off the um like shut the, the phone down and reboot or anything because you know i just stayed up for two hours and seven minutes to watch the movie and so i just listened and i waited till it's all over but i just wanted to say i thoroughly enjoyed it oh, very good this is pete you did go ahead pete uh helene um well congratulations on making it through the movie it was a good one <laughs> Um, you're using a regular iPhone. What model is it? Yeah, yeah. I 
um, the SE3 2022. And you're having difficulty with finding the mute button. Have you gone to the very bottom? You know, you can do a four yes, finger I, tap. I, You've tried yeah. all that. I did that with um, tonight. I had no problem whatsoever. And so I got on and I was able to unmute and it worked like a charm. But mm -hmm. after the movie, it's as if everything changed. And suddenly, wherever I swiped, it was uh, not available. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's because Michael was sharing computer sound and um, he tends to leave it on. See, once he gets here to do the uh, uh, movie clues, if maybe that happens again, because he'll usually start uh, uh sharing computer sound so he can play his music. So oh. I'm wondering if that could have been it. I don't know. I don't Jody. use, and I'm like, go ahead, Jody. Yeah. It could be that your phone was on the lock screen and it could be that the, uh, nope. could be it too. It, it, or it could be that the, um, the, the focus was on something different. If you go up to the status bar, it will say, uh, Video conference in progress. If you tap on that, that will bring your Zoom screen back in to oh. focus. And okay. or you can go to the app switcher and tap on Zoom so that you're sure that you've actually got the Zoom app active on the screen and not just uh, in the background. Oh, okay. I'll try. Thanks. Yeah, if we ever get, thing. if we have a second movie that Helene can really want to watch. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Who's got a next question for us? This is Jody. Yeah, go ahead, Jody. I just want to comment on something. I have a friend that has uh, his um, internet provider on his, his phone is is through Spectrum. And he lost his cell signal, uh, wasn't able to make phone calls. So he went to the office and they told him to put his phone in airplane mode for a minute or so and then turn airplane mode off. And somehow it rebooted the cell signal to his phone. So if you have Spectrum and you lose your cell signal, just put your phone on airplane mode and it should bring it back. Wow. I thought that was unusual. This is Brad. That's not a anything specific to Spectrum. What that does is it turns off your cellular radio. And when you turn airplane mode off, it then searches for a cell signal. And that will often correct that, that issue regardless of who your carrier is. That's what happens there. Okay, and that's a very good trick. Yes, go ahead, Jody. Yeah, well, why wouldn't it work if you just turn your phone off and leave it off and then bring it back on again? Wouldn't it that would. Work? Yes, it would oh, do okay. the same thing. Okay. But right. this is quicker. You just turn mm -hmm. turn the phone off, let it sit for five, ten seconds, and then turn airplane mode back off because, um, you know, turn it on, then turn it off. And, okay. Because uh, what that does, airplane mode, airplane, it turns off the cellular radio um, so that it's not – you know, connected to a cellular or trying to, because it's going to lose the cellular network when you're flying and it'll eat your battery up while it's looking. Plus they generally don't want you having cell phones in, you know, looking right. for signals when you're flying. So this is Jody. Terry. 
Yeah, go ahead. Hang on. Let's see. Let's go ahead and go to Terry, Jody, and then we'll come back to you. Um, I've had that issue with uh, cell si- losing a cell signal when I'm out and about, and I have, mm-hmm. at the advice of T-Mobile, I have turned the phone off and turned it back on, and it didn't bring the signal back. Could be you're in a bad area. That's all. Nope. Oh, no, because my friend was with me both times and she had a signal just fine. And it's happened several different times in different places where I should have a a good, you know, good service. These devices do strange things. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. So it's not just it's not just spectrum. It's all the other thing is like uh, way back uh, when I had my previous phone, I actually had to replace my SIM card at one point. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, thank you. Good to know. All right. Anybody else? Who's got our next question? This is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. Yes. On Friday, I updated my iOS to 17.3. And prior to that, I was... 0.3. Yes. 17.03. Yeah. Okay. So then prior to that, I was running 16.7. And mm-hmm. the difference I noticed was when I was getting text messages on 16.7, my voiceover would say one new message or one new notification. It was like a weather alert. But now on 17.03, it reads the entire text message. It reads the entire notification. I don't want that because I'm out and about and I don't want people hearing my text messages. Right. How do I, how do I stop that? Who can help Ned with unwanted notifications being read by voiceover? Anybody? This is is Chanel. Oh, who was first? Wait a second. Is this Chanel? I th- Go ahead. Okay. I didn't, but if she, I didn't hear the full question, but I do know what you can either with notifications, you can either turn off the app that's giving you notifications. Like, um, so you can go to your settings and then to notifications. And then there's a long list of apps and you can find that app and turn off either the uh, lock screen notifications, sounds, badges, or the um, alerts, some um, you can choose whether, you know, it doesn't give you those persistent banners. Also with notifications, you can, in iOS 17 and VoiceOver Now, there's a really neat feature um, in Verbosity. So you go to Voice um, access Settings, Accessibility, VoiceOver, Verbosity, and there you can choose whether notifications are spoken, whether they are, there's a haptic, whether they're played in Braille for various things. Um, so, for example, lock screen notifications, you could make those silent, um, but you could make, you know, things that appear in the notification center uh, speak or whatever. And that's a, a general um applied across all apps or whatever it just affects how voiceover treats the announcement or presentation of notifications. So hopefully that helps, even though I missed part of the question. Well, yes, that takes care of notifications. Uh, but what about messages? I don't want my text messages to be read. Well, 
See, there were two parts. Hang on, there was somebody. I know there was somebody else that spoke up at the same time. Who? Deb. Deb, go ahead, Deb. I think I was going to say the same thing, basically, that Janelle said, that it was in the voiceover part. Um, uh, I can't think of if it's in messages, maybe, settings, that there's a way to turn that on and off. Mine don't speak, so I'm not sure. I thought it was mostly in that notifications, though, that uh, are in under voiceover that just Chanel talked about as well. Okay. Um, this is Brad. I, I, I do know that there is a new setting in iOS 17 because, Ned, I've had the same issue. Uh, used to be you went into voiceover and there was a setting to tell it to not speak notifications, um, you know, that popped on the screen. And I've had that turn off since I first got an iPhone. There's a new one, and I was just trying to look what it is. I think it's, if you go into voiceover and then into verbosity, there's a, an item called system notifications. I think that's what it is. Um, system notifications. Yeah, system notifications. And there's a whole bunch of granular things in there. So check that out. I think that's probably what, what's your issue. So I go to voiceover. Go to accessibility, accessibility. and voiceover, then verbosity, and look for system notifications. Okay. Thank and you. There's something in there, and you can, it's a bunch of toggles you can turn on and off. Okay. Thank you. Because I had the same issue when I went to 17. Why is it telling me this information I don't want to hear? Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Deb, and thank you, Chanel. Okay. Who's got a next question? Be bashful. Uh, this is Dan. Dan, go ahead. Okay, since we have a little downtime, I'm wondering if somebody could clarify uh, a Facebook. Or is it Facebook? Yeah, yeah, Facebook. Um, you know, uh, there's a thing called a story tray and that's where people can I think that's where people can put up just an image whatever they want I guess and uh, I'm wondering if there's some way that visually impaired people can uh, get access to those images with uh, with voice over I'm not sure what the story tray actually is but I believe I've got that right I'm not sure maybe somebody can clarify those two issues Okay. Any Facebook users out there? Go ahead, Jody. Yeah, it used to be that the images would be described and they'd even have people's names, but I think fa uh, Facebook changed that for privacy reasons. So although they used to have great descriptions, now they don't. Oh, okay. So I guess we're just out of luck on that one. Okay. This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, Dan, I know what you're talking about. It's called Stories Tray. And uh, I don't recognize it as anything unique for images or anything like that. I may be wrong, and you're probably right. But I just use that as my starting point for the beginning of my news feed of the first, you know, to look at the most recent message. And that's where I go 
and I do a three-finger swipe down to refresh my feed. I do a couple of three-finger swipes down. As soon as I get to stories tray, then I'll do a couple of three-finger swipes straight down the screen, and then I'll hear refresh news feed or something like that. And then I know that the first message I get to after the stories tray is the most recent message. So that's how I use it. I don't know it was anything special for uh, images or anything like that, but that may be, you know, my fault. All right. Thank you, Pete. Okay. Who's got our next question? Let's keep that ball rolling. Don from Houston. Okay, go ahead. I want to know, um, why does my phone, past few weeks, it's been saying, when I asked Siri how much battery power do I have, it says you need to download an app for that. <laughs> okay. Who can tell us why Siri is saying whatever it's saying when she asks about the battery? There is no answer because Siri just does what Siri does. Yeah, this is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. Go ahead. I don't know her answer to a specific question, but Siri, um, depending on what kind of phone you have, has a big it's starting to not answer you right and and like i have an old phone i'll I'll say open the app store or launch the app store and it'll say something off the wall like you have 35 of those or or something like that you know which has nothing to do with the app store so i'll repeat the question and then finally it'll launch the app store somebody else Go ahead, Marie. Um, this, I'm not defending Siri in any way, and I know it makes a lot of mistakes, but it cannot do all the functions on the phone, and I don't believe checking your battery level is something that Siri is capable of doing under any circumstances. I've never noticed. Battery Maybe levels. You, in- you have to go to oh. settings, battery, and go to battery level or it should be in your status bar it's on the status bar on the far right just touch the top right screen that's what i've always done terry go ahead terry with all due respect i just asked uh siri for my battery status and he told me my battery there you go he can't just inconsistent and he should be there's no rhyme or reason yep well yeah my phone is old it's an eight Yes, ma'am. Uh, um, uh, Kenny, I don't... Uh, Go ahead, if, Kenny. If you, um, oh, I hate to say this, but you, if you upgrade to like a like a thirteen or a or, or better, your your Siri would be more responsive. But you know, I I think Apple is consistently, you know, finding reasons to have people upgrade, so to speak. And um, that's one of the reasons your your phone is not acting like it once did. Um, it's not your fault. It's just Apple's wanting you to upgrade. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think Siri just does funny stuff. Siri's got issues sometimes. But thank you, Kenny. Okay, Don. I hope we. Don, I hope we got that. Go ahead. Oh, I had a, I had a question. Um, okay, go ahead, Kenny. 
Okay. Um, Mike, right I know you got one, Brad. Hang Mike. on a second. I get, I'm hearing some background noise from somebody. If you would please be on mute unless you are speaking. Or else I'm going to master mute everybody and we're going to go from there. Go ahead, Kenny. Okay. My question is, has anybody besides Brad gotten the iPhone 15 Pro Max? I have a question. And, and if so, what? Hey, okay, hang on. You know, what do you Somebody's think about speaking. it? Okay, hang on. So, Kenny, your question is, does anyone have the iPhone 15 Pro Max? And what do they think about it? Right? Yes, sir. Okay. Anybody got a 15 Pro Max? Apparently, I hear no takers, Kenny. Yes, sir. Tickets as well. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Okay. I heard someone. Please, rather than tell me you have a question, please state your name and then wait to be called on. So, who do we have? Okay. Who's got our next question for us? Yeah, uh, Tiko Danaka. Um, yeah, go ahead, Tiko. My, my question is this: um, the I heard there's a new. This is Ed. I think I Hang heard from Ed. YouTube. There's. I think I heard from YouTube that the new update coming out. Um, I think it's point one, uh, seventeen point one. Um. Uh, does it? Does um. Does it does it do what it says it's supposed to do? Because um, or it's just a security update that no. uh, that um. Since it's not out, we don't know. But once it comes out, everybody will get a chance to check it out, and we'll find out. And I believe the rumor is any day. It didn't come out today, so maybe tomorrow. This if not Pete. tomorrow, maybe Wednesday. Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, just to reiterate what Brad said, we don't really know. But generally, when you get a uh, point one like that, the first you know dot on your number scale there, it's more of a major update than the last few we've got. So my guess, and this is just a guess, is that it will be more than just a security fix. So uh, No, but it's supposed I, to be lots of bugs, lots, lots of, of bug bugs. fixes. Yeah. yeah. But wait a couple okay. of days, Chico. Okay. Anyway, I heard somebody else. Go ahead. Who was it? Ed? Ed, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, um, Ed. Yeah. Um, I was on YouTube earlier, and it asked me to use a better set of uh, headsets. So I I pulled out my solo beats, and I hit the button, and I tried to get it to hook up. And when it, it started to hook up, and I don't, I don't even know if it did hook up, but it somehow disconnected the uh whatever i was on on youtube and i and i could never find it i mean it it, it eliminated it from youtube i guess but uh, but why does plugging in or or turning on the solo beats have something to do with with picking up youtube i just don't understand um why it would affect it that way Okay, we have any YouTube users? Anybody experienced this phenomena? 
Nobody? Sorry, Ed. Nothing on I don't know. Nothing on, nothing on I, Soul I, I, Beach. I, eh? it, it doesn't make any sense to me either. I would suggest that if you are doing something, minimize the app. Who knows? Mm, um, actually, I've also noticed when using them, like I use them a lot on uh, the movie uh, on Friday nights. And mm-hmm. I notice when I'm trying to get the solo beats in there, there is a, an actual, another part of the, the menu that is for headsets. I don't know if anybody else is aware of that. But if you're using a headset, Talking about or the using... new Beats, what do they call them? The new ones, the Beats. So, no, these I've had these for a couple of years. Oh, okay. Solo, solo Beats, but they're still okay. a, a really good headset. Right. But, um, I do not oh, know. <clears throat> one other thing I just wanted to mention on um, people that are going to seventeen point zero three, um, there was a not- some kind of a notification. I don't know what it was, but. On um, in the settings area for voiceover, you can adjust the speed of the double tap, and I think it's set. Um, it's set at point two five seconds. Correct. And if you're having trouble doing that, you can lengthen that to whatever you want point three zero or point three five if it's not. Uh, if you're not quick enough on the screen and you want to slow that down. So just a, just a little right. blurb there. Okay. And if you open accessibility and then voiceover and it's all the way at the bottom, it's the very last thing in the voiceover settings. And it can vary depending upon the individual user or which phone you had. I know when I still had my 14 pro, I changed it from, 0.25 to 0.35 and it worked fixed my issue but once i got my 15 pro i had to bump it up to 0.45 it was the screen must have been even more sensitive or something i had to give it even more time so play with it and find out what works best for you on your device thank you ed okay this is terry go ahead terry oh yes since Mishka's newer, I'd be glad to defer to her, and I'll come back with just a comment later on. Okay, we'll be here. Okay. All right. Okay. Who's got our next question for us? Mishka. Go ahead, Mishka. This is my second time coming on. The first time okay. I came on because I didn't, uh, I don't know how to do voiceover. I, I was explaining how um, it's like my phone doesn't unlock. So anyway, somebody here recommended that I do the iBug Mentor. Mm-hmm. I did that. Uh, after a little while, they emailed me to say that they did get it. But um, it says that they, I guess, are short on mentors right now. So I was going to ask, right. is there anything else that you all can recommend? Until I get coming into this car call, they will get you. Terry, who was just uh, talking, but had some background noise, set you back. She's the coordinator for the mentoring program. She's probably the one that wrote you back. And they they try to get people signed up and moving through the mentoring program as soon as we can. This is Greg. Um, go ahead, Greg. Yeah, there there is an app 
called V is in Victor, O is in Oscar, VO Starter. Starter, yes. And yeah, you might try that. That'll kind of walk you through some of the basics. What's this the name of it again? VO uh, v- Starter. V-O like letters, V and O like voice over, and then a space, and then the word starter. Thank you. And that's a good app. I know Michael Deutz is the developer on that, and he just updated it. It hadn't been updated in a while, and he just updated it and released the update maybe, I don't know what, month, six weeks ago? Okay. And you can find that in the App Store. It is free. Thank you. This is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Um, I just wanted to, to also add, if you go into just um, tips, open up tips and go in there, there's a, an owner's uh, a manual that will give you all kinds of information on on stuff you can mess with um, on your phone. Okay. It's, it's pretty good. There's That's also good. voiceover pra- practice mode you can learn. Uh, practice gestures. Um, and then there's something in voiceover settings that lists all the gestures and tells you what they do. This no, is go it. ahead, Pete. Uh, hang on. I think Pete spoke up. I just wanted to add, uh, Mishka, have you ever used the App Store, which is that's where you get this new app, the VO Starter. Have you ever used that? I haven't, but I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, you can ask Siri to open the App Store. Hopefully, it'll understand if, you. And if it. Siri's behaving, yes. Yeah, open, if she's behaving. But at the very open bottom, the App Store. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then there's a section for search, which uh, used to be at the bottom. I believe it's still there. Mm-hmm. And that will give you a search field, kind of like it'll say a text field, and it'll tell you to enter the, the app or the music or whatever it is. The lower left, lower right corner. There's lower buttons right across corner. the bottom and it's the yeah. far right. And it'll say search. If you double, do a double tap with one finger, and it'll open a search field at the very top of the app. And then you just type in VO as in voiceover, and then your space bar, and then the word starter, and then hit the search key down at the bottom right. You'll see a little keyboard pop up on your screen, and then double tap the search field, and then it should bring up uh, that app. And then you just double tap on download and install. Okay, awesome. Uh, or single tap because she doesn't have voiceover turned on. This is Jody. True. Hey, go ahead. Who did I hear? Uh, Jody. Jody, go ahead. Yeah, one thing you might do is just tell Siri to find VO Starter in the App Store, and and it might take you directly there. Yes, um, this, this is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Um, Mishka, where do you live? In Houston. Okay, well, I don't know if the Apple Store um, is around you, but um, if, you know, if you call them, they will screen share with you and walk you through getting the voiceover started or helping you, but they also, which phone do you have? 14 Pro Max. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I just think that right now until you get a mentor because they are so wonderful. And but once you until then, maybe go to the Apple store and um, they will help. And, you know, they'll 
they have little classes, but if you want to even do it on the phone, they'll screen share and help you to get some of this started. Okay, thank you so much. All right, good luck. Okay, who's got our next question? Marvin. Okay, let's. Okay, hang on. I heard Marvin, and um, let's do Marvin Bridget. and Bridget. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead, my, Marvin. Okay, my question is: How do you become a mentor? Ah, who can tell Marvin how you become a mentor? This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Perfect. <laughs> um, so uh, are you wanting to become, Marvin, are you wanting to become a mentor or a mentee? A mentor is a person who helps a person to learn how to use the his or her iPhone. The mentee is the person wanting to learn to use his or her iPhone. Mentor. Okay. Yes. So, all right. And actually, the, the answer is pretty much the same. And we do need mentors. So that would be great. On the um, iBug Today uh, website, um, there is there are forms, one for a mentee and one for the mentor that we would ask you to fill out. Um, the appropriate one, and in your case, it would be for the mentor, and um, it will get sent when you fill it out. It then comes to me as the um, mentoring program coordinator for iBug Jumpstart program. Uh, I will see that, and I will review. I'll send you a letter saying that you I received your information, and I'll review it. And if um, if it it seems that you would uh, that you qualify based upon the, all the information you have sent to us, we would then follow up with you um, to ask you to become a mentor, and and then we would uh, assign you a mentee and go from there. Um, there is some training material involved if you want to become a mentor. Um, but I, you know, I would get all of that to you and, uh, and that's how that works. This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. Terry, can, can, if people have a hard time finding the forms, can they also send an email to jumpstart at ibugtoday.org? Technically, no. Okay. There's no, okay, is there no email? Is, is there not an email be, address, Terry? Yeah, it might it, be it, difficult for people to find the forms on the website, especially if they're new. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't want to say no. Um, I, I, it's, it's a weird thing to answer that question um, because usually that email um is used for specific things but but i do see the emails that come through there um it's just difficult for people to find the form if, especially if they're brand new using the right form. yeah if they can find the form they don't need the help 
yep, yep. No, maybe, maybe um, not. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that um you a person could be that's probably the place you that you have to get to um to I'm hesitating just because I'm I'm not totally sure how to answer that question just because I, I would I, I would just say if you've got a question, if you can't find it on the website, if you send an email to iBugToday at today email.com. Oh, I don't know yes. that there is an email address for jumpstart mentoring at iBugToday. So the email address for general information, if you need somebody to help, uh, um, if you send an email to iBugToday at gmail.com and send your information, including your phone number, you might get a be able to get a phone call from somebody who can help you out. Okay? Yes. That Let's go ahead and go to Bridget. Thank you. I forgot about that. Thank you. Bridget? Yes. There um, she I is. Having, okay. I was having problem with taking my three fingers up and closing the app. It's not doing it anymore. I don't know if I done hit something, which is a possibility, but it's not working. Then yeah. one time it just said double tap. So yeah, that's a problem in on. Yeah, that's a problem with the app switcher at seventeen. Who can help Bridget out with an alternate way to close apps? I'm sorry, Anybody? I don't have the seventeen, yeah. Oh you don't? No, oh, I hadn't Okay. No, I hadn't well, the alternate way will work in any version. Who can help Bridget this out with Pete? closing apps and app switcher? Go ahead. Who was that? Pete. Pete, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Bridget, um, if you just want to close an app when you're done using it, and all you need to do is slide one finger up the center of the screen, the middle of the screen from the very bottom edge, and just slide it up real slowly, and you'll hear a click, two clicks, two little, and then, you'll, then you can just close the app. And that'll just close it, and you'll move back to your home screen. Yeah, that doesn't close it. That just collapses it. Yeah, that just collapses. I it think in. if you're in the app switcher and you just take one finger and flick up, yep. you'll hear you'll hear it go. It'll alternate between close or activate. Or activate, right. And you want to flick up till you hear close and then do a one finger double tap and that'll close it. Okay, thank you. I have so many apps. Yeah, I've been right. having trouble with the three finger swipe up working in the app switcher as well. And I thought it was because of iOS 17, so. Anyway, that'll do it. Okay, you bye. are welcome. Who's got our next question? This is Jerry from Vermont. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, how, how are you, Brad? Um, I'm good. Good. All right. Uh, I had a question that may or may not be able to be answered on here. Um, I, you know, we were talking about the mentor-mentee application I've heard from other people that the application is extremely, uh, well, I don't want to say arduous, but very long and detailed. Is that is that still the case, or have, has it been simplified at all? I don't know. I, I, uh, okay. Uh, maybe Terry can speak well, to that. I don't know. I would think that's a subjective thing, so um, okay. I, don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. Good I would point. say just give it a try. And if you have yeah. trouble with it, send an email to iBugToday at gmail.com 
and ask someone to, to tell me you're having trouble with it. And I'm sure you'll get a phone call from someone. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate All it. All right. Who's next? Well, we still got plenty of time till the top of the hour. So, hi, this is John in Austin. Go ahead. Uh, after I delete uh, a number of emails, they end up in trash. Is there a way that I can uh, delete all of those at once then? I believe there is. Who can help John with his emails Jody. in trash? Go ahead, Jody. Hello, John. <clears throat> go to uh, go to edit in the upper right-hand corner when you've got the list view. Go to edit, and then there should be a another um, banner at the top that says select all. And you hit select all, and then you go down to the lower right-hand corner, and it says delete all messages. Perfect. Thank you, Jody. You're welcome. Select, and select all's in, after you select edit, it's in the upper left corner. And then select all yes. is down there in one of the two bottom corners. I can't remember. What. And of course, you do all that once you're in the trash folder. Very good. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Who's next? Who's got our next question? This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, I got my homeless phone. A standard 15. Your homeless phone? Well, it has no home button. Well, it has a home now because you have it. No, um, I know what you mean. You yeah. mean your phone without a home button. I'm just going to so, time. So anyway, um, I luckily I can keep my old well, I'm keeping my old phone because they're not giving me anything for an iPhone 8. But anyway, um, I have trouble. I finally did set up my face ID. Mm -hmm. And I did, you know, it said voiceover. I did that. And I turned the um, attention stuff off. Okay. Um, um, I cannot unlock my phone with face ID. Mm. It says try again. And, and I actually had trouble when I set it up because it kept on saying, you know, it said reposition your face, lower right. your uh, And it said, Try again with glasses. Yeah, I don't know um, why it would say that. Uh, and but it finally happened. Um, but like I said, I cannot unlock the phone with Face ID. It says try again. How far again. away from your face are you holding the phone? Uh, maybe like ten inches. Yeah, you might try a little bit farther. I find that between twelve and eighteen inches work best. It may be too close. Okay. Um, and then hold it like you're Do you holding... hold it vertically or horizontally? You know, it used to be you need to hold it in portrait mode. I believe they have changed that. But I would stick with portrait mode just to be on the safe side. Okay. Oh, this is and oh, when you okay. when 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 you do it, um Brad, do you do you use the you use the front camera, right? You don't use the back. Yeah, yeah, camera. yeah. You you hold it like you're looking at the screen. Okay. And go this ahead, Dan. Dan. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Uh, you have you have to hold it. You have to hold it uh, vertically. And if you use your, if you put your, if you put your nose in the center of the screen and then move it out, I think 
think Brad said, what, 10 inches or something like that. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, uh, do the finger thing from the very bottom left up. That hopefully should and cause it to of... work. And then you'll hear a little a little click sound that indicates that it, it's accepted the uh, face ID and you'd be in the home screen. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, I, I find you do that the finger up and I do it from the center up, but that's after it's unlocked. I just unlock. I hold it in front of my face. I hit the lock button. It wakes it up, and boom, it unlocks. So, so um, you you do that before you do the uh, uh, finger thing to go to the home. Yeah, box, it has to right? be unlocked before you can do right. That. It, uh, actually, you know even what... if it's not unlocked, and you swipe up, that sometimes causes it to do the face ID thing again, and it'll unlock. Or, or even if it may go to a passcode field, I just swipe up, and it usually will will do it anyway. Okay, and, and what, I know, what, what, what I noticed... Hold on, when folks. I, yeah, Go ahead, Marty. What I, what I noticed when I got the phone before, um, you know, as soon as the store had set up my number and everything and set the phone up, um, for some reason, you had to do the swiping up on the right-hand side of the phone, not the it center. It doesn't matter. Dead center is what I've, I've had. Yeah, now it's dead since center. Face ID. Yeah, I've had... Yeah. Ever since iPhone 10 introduced Face ID, I've had one and dead center swipe up to the towards the center of the screen from the dead center of the bottom. Yes. Anyway, I, go ahead, Marty. Anything else? Because I heard some no, other I people said, wanting to get in here. Yeah, I was going to say one, once I set it up, it was dead center. But when I first got the phone, it was when I was still at the store. I had to do the right hand side. I don't um, know. Yeah, okay. I don't know why, but okay. I don't know. Who else do we have there? I heard some others. Uh, this Anybody? Yeah, go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say that uh, if the face ID doesn't work, uh, it'll ask you to it'll it'll ask you to put in your your passcode to unlock the phone, and you can just uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing that. I've been oh, okay, doing good. that, but it's just with apps and. If if the face ID doesn't work and I try to like install an app from the app store, will it let me go to the alternate putting the pin in or or or, or will I have to put the password in? You it'll require to you to put it'll require you to put the password in at least the first right. time, then face ID will work after that. If your okay. face ID is working. But if it's not working, what will it then just say put your passcode in? Yeah, it may prompt you for that every time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me ask you, do you have any vision at all or do you No, not totally. Do you have do you have prosthetics? No, but I do have I think I do have a habit of closing my eyes. Yeah, I've I have heard I have slight vision in one eye, but I have heard even from people who have you know congenital cataracts or something like that, they they can't see at all, but they have their eyes. And their eyes work, you know, they can, the muscles still move them. Um, that if you turn that attention thing on, and when you hold your iPhone in your hand, if you, you know, are able to look at the phone or even towards the top of the phone, that it actually helps face ID work. Now, if you have prosthetics or you're not able to, to do that, then you need to turn attention 
off, but I have heard from people with no vision that say it helps to have it turned on. Oh, okay. I thought this I, yeah. I, I thought turning it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go this ahead. Who Chanel. else? We, go Where? ahead, Chanel. Okay, so as somebody with no vision who has no control of my eye movements whatsoever, you know, it's I can't tell when they're open or not. But I do know, I don't know, Marty, if somebody like set up the face ID for you or if you did it yourself. I I, did it. My my, my wife set it up the first time and she sighted. But then I went and did it a second time and I finally got it set up. Yeah, because okay. that's the better thing to do, and it's kind of like you're moving your your phone, your your face. You're not moving the phone. You're moving your face in a circular motion, kind of down and to the right. You're you're thinking about your nose moving around the face of the clock. That's how Jonathan Mosen described it, and um, so yeah, I ugh, it it's frustrating at first, but once you get it, it'll work great. And that's all yeah, I have to say. Does. Okay, let's <laughs> go to Liz. Let's go to Liz. Yeah. Um, okay. When you set it up, the distance your arm or your phone is away from your face, that's what you have to set. That's what you have to go for. It won't work if you too close or too far. I set mine up so that it's exactly if I straighten my arm out and hold it up just a, a, a bit. If it's up or down too far, it won't work. If you put it in the exact spot where you set it up. So I put it where my arm automatically goes straight out and it works every time. By the way, does but it matter have... whether does it matter whether screen curtain is on or off? Shouldn't. Okay. Didn't Mine works so. with the screen curtain on or off. It also will work in complete total darkness because it does not use visible light. It, right. it 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 emits infrared light. So okay which is not able to be seen by the human eye, anybody that has vision, but it will work in 100% pitch dark. Okay. Okay. Let's see where we are on time. I think we are, we got time for one more real quick question. Anybody got a quick one? This is Jerry. I heard too many voices. I heard Jerry first. So. Go ahead, Jerry. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if any people on here use the Mantis Q40 keyboard with an iPhone and how it works, how they like it. Okay. The Mantis, right? Anybody using yes. a, Mant- a Mantis with their iPhone? Okay. Sorry, Jerry. Hearing none. Um, Anybody want our snow? Say it again. Anybody wants snow? <laughs> I don't know. Where are you, Jerry? <laughs> Alberta. We've yeah. got probably two inches right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not here. I'm in Texas. It was 80-something degrees today. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> thank you, Jerry. Enjoy the snow. Uh, we are at 59. We're almost at the top of the hour. I'm sorry we can't get to everybody. Wait, and we'll get to you after our halftime, and the the buzz will have – BuzzBite will have some more time. So I'm going to hand it over to Pete, who's going to take take us through the halftime and into the second hour. Take it away, Excellent. Pete. Well, thank you, Brad. Thanks for doing that. Well done, everybody. Thanks for contributing. We had some really good questions, and it was, it was hopping. So good stuff. Uh, before we move on to 
the big show at the halftime. Uh, we like to get in, get back to everybody who did not have an opportunity at the beginning to identify themselves, say hi, tell us where you're calling from, and if you happen to be new to iBug. Uh, so, again, I'm Pete, and I'm from Florida. Who else has joined us? Bridget from Atlanta. Hey, Bridget, welcome in. This is Dee from Southern Illinois. Hello, Dee. Hello. Chanel in Houston. Hi, Chanel. John in Austin. Hey, John, welcome back. Ray from Maine. Hey, Ray, how are you? Good. Houston. Elizabeth from Vermont. I got Elizabeth. And I got Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Jerry from Vermont. Hey. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi. Who else? Brian from Ontario. I got Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, good, good. Good. Who else? Somebody from Conroy. Linda. Hey, Linda, how are you? Welcome back. Good. Vincent. Not sure if you heard me. Not not sure if you heard me, Herbie in Houston. Hey, Herbie in Houston. Welcome in. And I got Vincent. How are you, Vincent? Who else? All righty. Well, thank you, everybody, for uh, coming in and spending your Monday night with us. At this point in the program, I would like to introduce our iBug guy. Michael McCulloch will be introducing to us the big reveal, the clues for our Friday night movie night coming up this Friday. So I would like to hand it off if Michael is here. iBug guy, are you here? I had to do that. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be here. Welcome back. I was out last week, but I heard you guys had a great time anyway. All right, we are going to have some fun with our movie clues tonight. But before we jump into the movies, we know at iBug, we like to talk about new words, big words, unusual words. And did you know that there's actually a word that is a phobia of big words? Especially if someone has to pronounce or have to say or read a big word in public. Fortunately, I don't have that problem, so I'm going to give it a stab to tell you what that word is. (laughs) Itself is a big 36-letter word. And (laughs) that word is hippopotomonstrosis quip. Bid aliophobia. Oh my goodness. 36 letters. So, don't let anyone accuse you of being afraid of saying big, long (laughs) words in public. All right. Let's get on with Michael. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> all right. I can't breathe. All right. All right. We've got five great clues for guessing our film this week. And our rules are everybody can come off of mute to guess. Oh. We want everyone to participate. And you get one guess per clue. And we're going to have five clues, maybe. We'll see. I think somebody's going to get this early on. All right, here we go with clue number one. Our film this week. Our film this week is set in a place that's the opposite of conservative. Mm. Our film this week is set in a place that's the opposite of conservative. All right, I'm hearing nothing but dead silence. Is my microphone working there? Yes, (laughs) we hear you. You're loud and clear, just. Chanel. All right. We're going to move on to clue number two. All right. The movie. This, wait. The movie fills such a large space in our imaginations. I thought that would give it away. This is John. Go ahead. Robocop. Robocop. Oh, that is a f- imaginative film. Sci fi. But we're not quite sci fiing this week. Good try. This is Brooks. Brooks. What dreams may come. Say that one more time. What dreams may come. What dreams may come. Oh, that's getting a little closer, but not quite there. Anybody else want to take a stab at it before we move on to our next clue? Chanel? Chanel. Based on your first clue, I guess I'll choose Sleepless in Seattle. I don't <laughs> maybe you've already seen that one, but I don't know. Sleepless in Seattle. I think we've already seen okay. that one. Good try. This is Jerry from Vermont. Jerry from Vermont. Uh <clears throat> how about Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams, another imagination film. Oh, you guys are so good at this. Not this is, really. This is Marie. But good try. I'm sorry, this who's Vincent? This is Marie. Marie and then Vincent. Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is another imaginative film. And it might not be quite what 
Ding, 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 ding. Yes, yes, yes. It's a liberal. It's a liberal mantis. Where to go, man? Kansas is liberal. Number one was in liberal Kansas. Yes, that's a city. Oh, wow. Okay. I was in the the kitchen, so I couldn't get in there soon enough. (laughs) I could have got it on the first day. And we will say all of the other great clues. Oh, I got to share. They'll probably show up on the trivia for the movie on Friday night. There was a lot of mishaps and various things with cast members that we're going to take up the rest of the clues, but we will not get there. All right. Let's see. What are we supposed to do? All right. Johnny, what do we have for our winner tonight? Well, Mr. Guy, this is Johnny here, and we have some wonderful clues for you, Marie. I hope you're prepared. Are you sitting down? I am. All right. Are you prepared? (laughs) All right. I think so. (laughs) First of all, we have one. We have multiple prizes, by the way. You're the big, big jackpot winner. Wow. First of all, number one, we have a heart-shaped clock for you. Let's hear it for Marie, everybody, with a heart-shaped clock. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Yay, yay, yay. So far, so good. (laughs) Our second prize for you tonight is... A medal. And on the medal, it says the word courage. So you have Ooh. won a heart and some courage. And I'm wondering if you can guess what the third prize is. Um, okay, it had heart, courage. What the was brain. it, the lion one? This is yeah. mad. Brain. Not an open yes. question. This is for Marie. Yeah. Diploma, diploma, diploma for a brain. down, everybody. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Ned let the cat out of the bag. Marie, you win a diploma. So congratulations oh. for Marie. Three Thank you. prizes. Yay. I'm pretty good at Michael. Well done, right. Marie. Congratulations. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Anything else before you depart us, Mr. Michael? Good song. So you can you win diplomas? I had to earn mine. Um <laughs> yeah. Hey, real yeah. real real quick, sorry to interrupt you, Pete. Brad, can you check your messages? I have a favor for you regarding the uh, iToy segment. So And I'll fill some time. All right, Brad let's see what I can his, do. Brad checks right. his message. I'll yeah. give him right. Brad, I, I, I can... I'll, I'll see what I can do. Right now, however, uh-huh. it is time for, what do we call it, Pete? The iBug Buzz Bite section. So, if I did it correctly, everybody's muted. And let's see what we can do here. Because I have a message to check when I'm done. So, um, 2012. I we're going to look at a little feature here. We all get um, uh, verification codes. There you go. Get my brain into it. You know, you log into something and you enter your passcode. Your pass, and it wants uh, two-factor authentication. A site will send you 
a um, a verification code. And you get these, uh, you know, text messages, email. Well, for a while, the iPhone has had a um, autofill feature where you get a text message and you're in the app or the website that wants the verification code. And that verification code will automatically appear above your keyboard like autofill does. And uh, starting in iOS 17, uh, it will uh, you it will also autofill uh, verification codes that you receive from an email message. But that's not what I'm going to demo tonight. What I want to demo is a new feature that also showed up in iOS 17 that allows you to turn on a feature so that those verification text emails that contain those codes, because it's use them once and then you're done with them. Either a verification tech code in a text message or an email, you can enable a feature that will automatically delete those verification codes codes as soon as you use them in, in autofill. That is as soon as they show up above your keyboard and you tap on them and fill as soon as you're logged in, they are deleted from your text messages or your email. So let's take a look at where we go to find this feature. So in my trusty iPhone. 2014. I'm going to, there you go, touch ID. It works. Settings. I already have settings open. Okay. So we're going to go to. Screen time. General. Control. Action. Display. Home. Accessibility. Wallpaper. Standby. Siri and search. Face ID and emergency SOS button. Face ID and passcode button. Oh, emergency exposure noted. Battery button. Oh, come on. Exposed. Emergency. Face. Syrian. Stand. Wallpaper button. Nope. I didn't go Stand. far enough. Siri. Face. Emergency. Exposed. Battery. Privacy and secure. App store. Wallet and Apple. Passwords button. There it is. Password. So we open passwords. Settings. Alert. Face ID authenticated. It Setting. authenticates you one way or another. And mine did face ID. You might have to do touch ID. Or if none of those are working or you don't have them enabled, you'll have to enter your uh, device's, you know, uh, passcode, your four, six, or whatever passcode you've got enabled on your device. So up here towards the top, first is the notification that tells me I'm a bad boy. And security recommendations, password options button. And I have passwords that are being used too many times. So right below that, we have an item. That says what's the password thing? options button. Password options button. I'm going to double tap on it. Autofill passwords and passkeys. Switch button on. Okay, this is where you can turn on autofill passcodes and passkeys, passwords and passkeys. Okay. Autofill helps you sign into app. Use passwords and passkeys from. I'm going to Heading. keep on going down Edge. this list. Google verification clean up automatically. Oh. Verif Google Edge. And yeah, there's all those choices. I'm you're moving ahead. Verification codes heading. Google. Verification code. Clean up automatically. Switch button on. Clean up automatically. Push button on. But if I swipe past it, it explains it. Automatically delete verification codes and messages and mail after inserting with autofill. Okay. That's what I said earlier. So. Clean up automatically. Switch button on. It's a toggle. If I double tap. Off. It's off. Double tap. On. It's back on. So mine was already on. But if you go in here. You will find this. And where did we go? We went to settings. We went to passcode, passwords. And then there is a item towards the top that says of password, pass, passcode, password, AAA, heading, password options, button, password options. It's towards the top. 
uh, right below my little security warning that warns me I'm using too many passwords for the same thing. Um, if you're, you may not have that, but I do. So anyway, password, password options. So let's see if we can. Okay, you guys should be able to unmute now. Do we have any questions about any of this? Any questions this for Brad is, on passcode this options? Is, this is this is Marty. Go Marty, on. go ahead. Um, first of all, I I found it once, but where do you find two factor authentication? Authentication. Well, you... and secondly, um. I tried now is it looks like you cannot, but can you turn that off? Two factor. Well, there's, this is the, there's different kinds of two factor. You're talking about two factor for your Apple ID. That's not what well, I'm talking about with this feature. And yeah, the answer no, is Apple wants you to use it. And once you turn it on, I don't think you can turn it off. And really what that one's doing is it wants you to verify through another device signed into your Apple ID. But that doesn't is is not what uh, what this feature does. This okay. feature I, yeah, has I'm to talk, do I'm talking about the ones like that other apps ask you for like if you don't That's have, the one I'm talking yeah. about. And where okay. you turn that off depends on the app, the website, whatever, and there's yeah. no simple answer for that. You have to go to that website, to that app, and they may or may not allow you to turn it off. More okay. and more, they are wanting you to use it. And, um, you know, I can't say for sure because it depends on the site. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Marty, else? thank you very much. Thanks, Brad. Um, anybody else on Brad's particular iBite topic? Uh, this is Pete. Brad, can I ask a question? Yes, sir. Because I have not enabled the the initial part where you uh, you get the passcode offered to you while you're in the app. And this most often, I think with me, happens in Safari when you're trying to get into a website and they ask you to mm -hmm. to uh, grab the code. And usually it's a it is it's a pain in the neck. You have to go over to your messages or your email app mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and find it and either copy it and paste it or memorize it and then toggle mm -hmm. back um to your whatever app you're in in my case safari so it actually appears right above the virtual keyboard and all you need to do is tap on it to uh, correct yep okay. and where and you turn it, it on is where mm -hmm. i was before go let's go back in alert here. face id authenticated okay. user authentication 2019 okay. i am settings. in i'm in pass pass dynamic passwords. island empty passwords heading i'm in passwords under setting okay mm -hmm. and at the top add button more button Search security recommend password options button. You can find that password options button. Okay, so we're yep. going to go in here. Autofill passwords and passkeys. Switch button on. Very top thing, above everything. Autofill passwords and passkeys, mm -hmm. and that also has to do with verification codes. Okay, autofill them. So you That's turn right. this on, and they will show up. And of course, now keep in mind, this is also talking about. If you go to, and sometimes apps will, and websites work together. Mostly, it's 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 you know passwords. You go to a site, you uh, auto, you type in your. Sometimes 
you go to one and just by putting your focus on either the user uh, ID field or the passcode, if you've already typed in the user ID field, uh, and it will offer you, and right above the keyboard, it will say something like, you know, autofill password for southwest.com or whatever the website, mm -hmm. and you double tap that, it's going to fill them in for both the user ID and the passcode. Some of them may only do passcode, password. Mm -hmm. Some of them may only do the password. Uh, and then you most likely are still going to have to tap the sign in button. Some don't. Some just by doing the autofill, they they log you in automatically. That's kind of on a site by site basis. Okay. Cool. This is D. Go ahead, D. Uh, could you explain the difference between a password and a pass key? Uh, you know, I can't because I'm new at pass keys, so I'm at a yeah, loss. I read about I, I'm, it one time, I'm, but I kind of forgot what it, the difference. Yeah, was. I'm still learning them. That's a unique. It's a unique identifier that's unique only to an individual device. I know that. Uh huh. Maybe we'll have a. That sounds like a nice topic for a Apple workshop or yeah. a cafe. It does. Do no, you we'll do we'll pass that along to the appropriate party. There's somebody that has the. This is Ned. <laughs> what? Go ahead, Ned. Yes, when I when I get that six digit authorization code, it pops up at the top of my screen. That's what and, we're talking. Yes, and I listen or to above it. the keyboard. Uh, yeah, no. Well, it's it's towards the top of my phone, so I don't know where it is, but it's it's right it's, above the keyboard. Okay, so I listen to it. And then I will enter that. I try to memorize it. Maybe I have to mm -hmm. listen to it twice. Then I enter those six digits. But are you saying if I were to touch that, it would autofill by itself? Okay, here's two things that could be happening. Number one, you might be getting a text message. And therefore, at the top of the screen, yes. you are getting the notification for that text message. Okay? But yes. if you have this autofill option turned on, that just the passcode should show up above the keyboard. Okay. Uh, autofill suggestions tend to show up. But that's when you say it's at the top of the screen, that makes me think you're getting a notification that yes. a text message. Yes, I'm in. getting a text message. Right. And it's at the top of my phone. Yes. But if you go into settings, passwords, and then find that password options, why well, can't I remember what that button just said? Password and passcode options. Go in there and enable autofill of passwords okay. they will show up above the keyboard and then you double tap on them and they will autofill and then there's also this new option that that says it will automatically delete them if you turn and that's farther on down in there 2023 actually what i was trying Her. to do face id authenticated use use password selected icloud pass use password autofill help use passwords and passkeys from heading Okay, then it's asking you where to use them from. Autofill passwords and passkeys. Switch button okay. on. Put it on, then. Selected. iCloud passwords and keychain. Well, it's asking you where. Mine says iCloud um, passcodes and keychain. And then there's also. 1Password7. You know, if you have these things, then I have the 1Password app on my phone. So that's why it shows up in the list. There's several things that show up. I've also got Google. What is it? Edge. Edge. Google. And Google Chrome. So they, they may show up from there, but I don't. That's just because I have the Edge browser on here. I never use it. Uh, um, 
and Google app is on here too, but uh, I, all I use is iCloud and um, the keychain is what I have mine set for. This uh, is Brad, this is, oh, sorry, Ed, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. You were first. Uh, this is Jerry from Vermont. Hi, Jerry. Um, I have to use uh, for work on my iPhone uh, an app that my company has put, my agency has put on it, which automatically authenticates uh, verification codes when I'm trying to get back into Outlook. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that verification turn on thing would work. So uh, I don't you know. know. That that sounds yeah. like the Microsoft Authenticator app, and I'm not yes. sure about those. Do their own kind of deal. So yeah, my okay. my guess is that's going to. Not that will work with Microsoft things, if that's right. what it is. I mean, it could be something yep. else. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. So, no, that's different. I, and I, I I, can't say for sure because uh, I don't use it. God, you're lucky. <laughs> I know. I started. They, they, they wanted me to use it. And I said, my God, it's just simpler to type in my passcode to deal with this app. So. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Who was who was it? Ed? Ed? Yes. Yeah. Um, now. This is, I'm a little confused with, I've been using autofill for a couple of years now, I guess. Um, so what Green this hand. is, is actually autofill, but it erases the autofill um, password that has been allotted. And then it, it puts no, in a new no, one. No, 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 A lot of times now you will log into a site and you use your user ID and you use a password. Okay, then certain sites are now using for two factor. You have given them a phone number or an email as a way to contact you. Okay, they will send um, you I... an email or a text message if they're using a phone number. The text message or email contains a six digit code. It's usually six. It might be something else, but generally it's six and if you have this autofill feature turned on, it will automatically read those passcodes from text messages or emails now. Now, beginning with iOS 17, it will get those out of emails. It used to be you had to go to your email and manually get them and then go back to the app. Okay. But now from emails as well as text messages, iOS is getting the six-digit verification code, and they are showing up above your keyboard. You tap on them, and once you've used autofill on it, it will automatically delete the text message or an email message that contains that verification code. So this is different than the autofill on apps? It works the same, but yes, it's different. So it, yeah, like, so it doesn't, uh, it doesn't replace the autofill that I have on apps. It just well, it depends on a, the app. Okay. I mean, for example, some, some apps like Uber, if you log into Uber, you don't have a password. You log in, you type in your email address, which is your user ID. And then they're going to send, or they are my phone number. I can't remember which it is because it never gets lost. And it sends me a text message. That shows up above my keyboard. I tap it. It enters it. I hit the sign-in button. I'm in. 
and now it will this feature I've been presenting will automatically delete that text message that came in with the verification code. So what does this actually, I don't understand what it accomplishes. It deletes the text message. So you don't have to go back and do it manually. Oh, so anything related to that email will be automatically. That email that contains the passcode is automatically deleted from your emails. Okay. Or or okay. if it's a text message from your text message. Oh, that sounds it's like safe, a great uh, it and yeah. it's brand new with iOS 17. Okay. Yeah, I noticed it in there and and I uh I sort of messed around with it a little bit, I think. Yep. Um but okay. I I don't think I turned it on. So I think I'll go back in and and turn it on and just let it do its yep. thing. Okay. It's it's new. Been yeah. out since uh, about a month when iOS came out on September. When did it come out? Nineteenth, I think. So yeah, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Okay. Anybody else got a question? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Hearing none. Mm-hmm. Turn pass the baton back over to Pete, who's going to take us up to the iToy segment. And now let me go see what Herbie's message says. Yeah. Herbie, uh, you need a minute before we start with the iToys segment because we're right at the bottom of the hour. If you're listening. I do. I've given both uh, copies of the file to Brad and Chanel. So whichever one can get to the file first, um, let us know and then we can begin the segment. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. You got it? Okay. Well, then. You want me to to take a question? She's already prepared. Yeah. Yeah, hang on. You want me to make Chanel co-host and make Chanel co-host, need... and I'll give a brief introduction. Okay. All right. Beer with sorry, us, guys. everyone. Yep. All right. Sorry, guys. So today I'm going to talk about a cute little battery pack that I got. Says so just recently called the iWalk Charger, and uh, I'm going to play you a brief recorded file of uh, the description of it, and then I will come back live and do my best to answer any questions and. Um, on that, uh, are Sweden. we uh, ready in the studio? Yes. All right, then uh, take it away. Um. Okay, well, VLC is not cooperating, so hold on. This is an egg. Today, I'm going to talk about the iWalk portable battery charger for your iPhone. Now, I need to start by talking about which phones that it's actually compatible with. Yes, we're going to have to get used to this now on uh, future iToy segments, because anything that is plug and play is not necessarily going to be compatible with the iPhone 15. And this is definitely the case. So anybody with an iPhone 5 up through the iPhone 14 will be able to use this little battery. And um, it's just a portable battery that you can plug into your phone to uh, charge it. And I'm going to describe it for you. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It it feels like a little battery. It's not very heavy um, at, at all. It has a little cap on the lightning port. And on the side, there is an on-off button and um, on one side. And then also, there is a little port to plug in 
for you to uh, charge it, except now I am missing where that port got to. Okay. Um, but I only just got this like the other day, actually. Um, oh, nope, there's the port on the other side. So on one side, you've got a uh, an on-off button. On the other side, there's a port that you plug in. Um, it's a, looks, I think it just takes a lightning cord, actually. And... Um, Okay, no, it's a USB-C charging cord that it uses that you just plug into an adapter to charge the battery itself. And um, it's very portable. It is uh, about a 4,500 milliwatt uh, charger, it looks like. So not very fast. I, I at least I don't think it's a very fast charger, but it's great if you need something that's on the go and you want to plug it into your phone and like keep your phone in your pocket or whatever. And you don't want to connect it to like a large cable or anything like that. Um, I forget how long the battery actually is supposed to last. And it's very cheap, though. It's about $40. No, it does not make any beeping noises or anything like that. So it's just a simple plug-and-play battery. You plug it into your phone. It works right away. You get the charging sound on your phone. And then you can just continue on. And... Um, you're going to be good to go. So very useful tool if you want a portable battery. All right, guys. So a couple of things I forgot to mention real quick. One is spelled I-W-A-L-K. And um, I know you can get it from Amazon. That's where I saw like the price for $39. And you can probably get it in other things. One thing to note when you're looking for this charger there are models for Android devices as well. So make sure you pay very close attention to the one that says iPhone if uh, you're getting it for an iPhone. And with that, uh, let's open her up and take any questions. Okay. Who's got a question for Herbie? This is Marty. Go, Marty. Herbie, is this similar to the one I have? The one I think it's like what you're mentioning. It has a little cord on it about three or four inches long that you can plug that you would plug into your phone to charge your phone and i think it has the one i have has a magnet on top so you can charge your watch um so no this one is definitely the plug is directly built into the battery so there's no extra cord i mean there's a Cord you can plug That's what I mean, charging. it's built into the battery, yeah. Yeah, it's built into the battery. Then there's a little cap uh, that protects the USB hub, so you just fill up the cap and you plug it into your phone, and then voila, it starts charging. Now, do you have a, does yours have a magnet on for the watch? No. Okay. And also, you were mentioning, can you, can you use it with the iPhone 15 if you get an adapter that would be like... Um, a female lightning to a male USB-C? I don't know. Um, I will say it doesn't list the iPhone 15 as a compatible device. So um, it's one of those things that you or any iPhone 15 user will have to just yeah. do trial and error find it, finding out the hard way if it works or not. I will <laughs> probably get an adapter because I have, I have the iWalk and I will actually try that and I will report when I get a finding. Awesome. Cool. All right. Thank you, Marty. Let's move on. Hey. Who else? Hi, Vanessa. Um, Herbie, can you tell me the name of that again, please? 
I walk. I W A L K. Thank you. Did you get that? You're welcome. Mm -hmm. This is Greg. All right. Yes, Greg. Yeah, Herbie, I didn't uh, I didn't understand the on the size of it. How big is it? And the second question is, how many how many phone recharges can I get out of that? Okay, good question. First of all, it's not very big. I would say it's um, if you can picture like you know those um, those you know like large brown batteries, the single A ones. Like imagine the battery that size, maybe just a little bit larger, and um, it has like a kind of like a rough plastic, kind of like a feel to it. Um, and there's like a little slanted part that bridges up into the handle where the cord, the, the plug part rests. Um, I don't remember how many phone charges it has when I was actually trying to look that up on Amazon and I could not, um, find that information. So maybe I wasn't looking hard enough or they don't miss things. Okay, thank you, Herbie. This is Fresh. this is Marty. Free. We'll go to Shree first. Okay. Herbie, um obviously there's lots of different things out there. What made you pick this one? I got it as a present and so I thought that I'd share it with you guys. All right, thank you. Okay, Marty. I think because I have one of those, I think it's one plus charges, but I was so charging an iPhone eight. But mm -hmm. I would I would think a fourteen or fifteen it it might just be one. All right, very good. Sounds okay, good. who else? Anyone else? Last call for Herbie. All right, hearing nothing. That's it. Thank you, Herbie. Appreciate it. Good job. Sounds like a, a pretty nifty battery and uh for thirty nine ninety five, that's not too bad on Amazon. That's I walk I W A L K. Yep. All right. Herbie, anything else? All right. Well, thanks a million. We'll see you next iToys segment. All righty then. Well, let's then move on to resume our regular question and answers on iOS. So who would like to go first? with a question about iOS in general or anything about a peripheral, um, braille display, keyboard, speakers, headphones, anything related to an iPhone, an iPad, anything like that. Who would like to go? This is Shree. Okay, Sri, thank you. Go ahead. I've got a YouTube question. I wanted to find out if anyone has noticed while listening to a YouTube video, audio sometimes goes down and then somehow it comes back to where it was before. Anybody a YouTube user who has that issue? Is it a sudden uh, kind of a drop in volume? This is Herbie. Okay, this is go Herbie. ahead, Herbie. Um, yes, I have noticed this, and I've also noticed, like, if I'm listening to music and I have my screen unlocked, it'll do it that uh, it'll do it from in the music app as well. 
and this is Pete. Um, I have also experienced this. Actually, I did. I experienced it first before I uh, updated iPhone 17. I mean iOS 17. And yeah, I, I actually hear kind of a click sound uh, in the speaker of my phone when it drops, and it drops suddenly and pretty uh, substantially in volume. And it happens in almost any other app besides YouTube, but YouTube as well as music and podcasts and everything. Um, and I've, uh, three, I've talked to you about this. I've actually done a hard reboot and I updated iOS 17, neither one of which seems to have helped. Anybody else experiencing this? Uh, incidentally, Sri and anyone else, I saw a post that actually came to me in a, as a notification in Twitter, in X, on the uh, AppleViz forum that somebody kind of explained a similar situation, but it wasn't exactly the same as what I've experienced. So uh, you might want to go check that out. And I didn't really see any solutions other than, yeah, I'm I'm experiencing it too kind of response. Okay, Sri, have you had any luck with workarounds? This is Sri. Go ahead. Um, Herbie, I know you're running the beta version. Do you know if, if you're having that issue with 17.1 also? You still with us, Herbie? That's all right. We'll wait till tomorrow then. This is Herbie. Yeah. Go her. Um, yeah, I know I'm still having the music issue. I I think I am having the YouTube issue still. Thank you. All right. Yeah, and I think it might Sri have something to do with audio ducking because if I touch my screen after it uh, after the volume drops, you'll hear the audio ducking kind of take over and then you know, a second or so later after the audio ducking um, is disabled, then it will come back to its uh, previous full volume. So uh, that's the best I can do. But it's still, you're without the full volume for a few seconds when it happens. This is Brad. Go, Brad. Have you tried turning audio ducking off? I find it causes more problems than it resolves. So I don't use it. And what you're talking about, how you touch the screen, it dips mm -hmm. and then comes back. Mm -hmm. um, I can answer that in my own experience, and then maybe three, you can chime in. But I, I did turn off audio ducking, and I agree, it's I don't like it at all. It's you know, then I can hardly hear my voiceover whenever there's something else playing. It's uh, audio ducking is worth the the um, inconvenience that this one little bug seems to impose on me. So. Three, have you tried uh, changing audio ducking at all? This is Shri. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to go check. I thought mine was off also, but I'll have to go check. Okay, thanks. All righty, hey, while Shri's checking, go, Jody. Yeah, for what it's worth, I'm still running 16.7, and I listen to YouTube for hours, and I've never had the problem. Well, well, well. So I just thought I'd play the Jake. Be a pain there. Thanks, Jody. Jake, what do you have? Yeah, I'm running the current version, the latest one, and I actually have audio ducking turned on. Mm -hmm. And um, I listen to YouTube all the time, and I listen to Apple Music, and I don't have those problems, so I don't know. Wow. It must be certain phones. Wow. 
couple of YouTube uh, junkies here, right? <laughs> yeah, I actually pay for the premium service. Whoa, good for you. So if, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Hey, Herbie, go ahead. So at least on with both cases, um, my screen actually has to be unlocked for this to occur. Like if I listen to Apple Music and my screen is locked, I have no problems whatsoever. But if I leave my screen unlocked, that's when the ducking seems to suddenly occur. And it's uh. not me pressing anything or anything uh. like that. And I'm running an iPhone 13 Pro. So. Excellent. That's good to know. All right. Thanks, Herbie. This, Thank you, Jake. This Jody. is Marty. Yeah, Marty, yeah. what do you have? Um, I have, well, I guess, the latest 17. And I know we we uh, it was an iBug segment on changing the speed of Siri voice. And I even asked Siri to go to that section and or it told me where in settings. But I can't find it. I went to accessibility. I went to voiceover. I went to Siri and search. Um, I could not see where you can change the voice speed of Siri. Okay. This is great. Everybody. Go, Greg. Yeah, you, you go into accessibility settings and accessibility and then do a four-finger tap at the bottom and flip back up. I think third or fourth from the bottom is uh, Siri and open that up and there's a uh, flick a couple times and you'll find a speaking rate for Siri. And also with speaking rate, um, I'm having trouble with my watch when I go into speaking rate with the watch, like it goes from a hundred to 80 to six. In other words, just like 17% increments. Is there a way to adjust it to like single number adjustments? I went in the phone, the watch app on the phone, and I think I did like a two, um, a double tap and hold. But it's kind of difficult to, to get it ex to the exact number because it seems to jump around. Hmm. Greg, anything on the watch while you're on the mic? Yeah, can't help on the watch. Okay. This is Terry. Yes, Terry. Um, when I I usually adjust my uh volume and my speech rate on the watch, uh, using excuse me, using the rotor on the watch, and that gets me smaller, like five percent increments, maybe ten percent. Okay. Marty, you think that might help? I could try that, mm -hmm. but there is no way that you can do single percentage. <clears throat> Not that I'm aware of. Not even in, in settings uh, or in the watch app on your uh, phone or... Okay. I think that's pretty much the case with almost any slider. This yeah. is Dan. Hit or miss. Yeah, Deb. Um, I just looked at my watch, and you can adjust it. I can on mine anyway. On the watch with the rotor, like Joey said, by five, it's, it's like it'll go 50, 55, like that. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Deb. 
that would probably be a real good solution, Marty. All righty. Anybody else with another question? Who's got a fresh question? We're getting towards the end of the program, but we've got plenty of time for a couple of good questions. Don from Houston. Yes, Don. I have a very basic question. How can I how can I turn my screen curtain on? Who would like to answer that for Don? It's Marty. Oh, Marty. Just do a three finger triple tap. There we go. Have you tried the three finger taps yet, Don? Um, I've been doing four fingers, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, the three times with three fingers. One, two, three. Yeah, those this are tricky. Good. Thanks, Marty. Yeah, Sri, go ahead. Um, I just tested the watch app on my phone and I'm able to increment it with one. You know, if I just do a double tap and hold and slide to the left or right and just move it barely, it was moving in one point increments. Huh. This is Brad. This is yes. okay. Go, Brad. Yeah, that's correct what Stree's doing with one, but that's tough. And it's really It'll do it, but it's not simple. But yes, you can, and um, and you'll find if you move it at, to say uh, thirty-seven, then when you go to the watch and flick up and down, it moves by fives, but it'll go thirty-seven, forty-two, forty-seven, fifty-two. <laughs> you know, it still moves by fives, but uh, and just like when the slider, when you, like you said, when you flick up or down, it's by ten. So mm. if you move it to thirty-seven, then it'll flick up and down. It goes uh, 47, 50, you know, but yes, you can move it, but it's tough to do with yeah. any precision. Marty, I sometimes try to do a double tap and hold, and then when I'm holding, I almost just, instead of sliding my finger, I almost just roll it, you know, around to the other, to the right or the, or the top or whichever way I want to go. And sometimes that's, that picks out smaller increments, so maybe give that a try. This is Mo. Yeah, Mo, how are you? Uh, good, good. How are you? Thank you. Um, back to YouTube. Uh, is there a way to play YouTube with the screen locked? YouTube. We've got a couple of YouTube junkies who I'm sure can answer that one. So you start a video, basically. So the, the question, I guess, is you start a video and you want to lock the screen to save battery. This is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. So first of all, the easiest way is if you subscribe to YouTube Premium, then you can definitely watch it with the screen locked. Otherwise, I think it does. The basic YouTube now does support picture in picture. So if it does, then you can simply move away from the YouTube app. And this applies to anything that supports picture in picture, by the way. Move away from the app and you're like flicked up to the home screen or hit your home button. And then if it's still playing, then you can lock the screen and it'll still be there. All right. Sounds pretty simple. Mo, does that make sense? Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Great. Thank you, Herbie. Who's got another question? This is Ned. Yes, Ned. So we learned how to turn screen shade on. How do you turn screen shade off then? Dawn, you want to take a guess? <laughs> you with us, Dawn? I bet you got this one. Three finger triple tap. That's correct. Ned, it's a toggle. So three-finger triple tap once will turn it on if it's off, and vice versa if you do it again. 
it turns it on and off. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Don. All right, who else would like to hit us with a question? Let's go rapid fire, really quick questions. We're getting towards the end of the show. Hit us with a really quick question. This is Brian with a quick comment. Yes, Brian. Regarding the uh, your, your speech speed there, if you're doing it through your router, uh, I found that the best thing I do is after I set my speed, I turn the router to a different location. Otherwise, every once in a while, it will go down on me if I leave it focused mm -hmm. on the screen. So I usually move the router a couple of notches away, like yeah. towards or characters. Yeah, where it won't inadvertently change it. Right. Excellent. Right. Thank you. Very, very good. Who else? Rapid fire. Who has a question? anything so jody yes jody just a warning for people that are doing a three-finger triple tap for screen curtain if you do the three-finger double tap you turn off your speech and if you do them both you have a very expensive paperweight <laughs> oh yeah good point uh let's dwell on that just for a moment so say it again jody and explain it so everybody understands it because it could be a three finger a double tap turns your speech off three finger triple tap turns your screen off and of course three finger double tap again will turn your your speech back on and three finger triple tap will turn your screen curtain off so that you've got your screen back yeah and another Another suggestion, listen carefully when you execute these commands, because voiceover will often, if not always, tell you what you've just done. So if you yes. inadvertently do a two finger, I mean, a three finger double tap, then it, you'll hear screen curtain. I'm sorry, speech off, speech on. So listen carefully. And if you turn your speech off, then just do it again and you'll have it again. This is Brad. Yes, sir. It's troubleshooting 101. First thing you do if your iPhone ain't acting right, three finger, three double, finger tap. double tap. See if you can turn it back. The speech is off and you can turn it back on. It may accidentally, especially I have actually bobbled my, like dropped it. And in, in the process of trying to catch it on its way to the floor, I have turned the speech off. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Three finger, double tap. Come back. It'll tell you speech on, speech off. This I get is into D. more trouble trying to pick up my phone and, and miss it and hit the screen inadvertently. Yes, D. Mm -hmm. Okay. If this should happen, you accidentally do that. Can't you say, hey, Siri, turn speech on or turn voice level on? Uh -huh. Any thoughts? Anyone? This is Jody. This is Herbie. We got Jody. Go, Jody. <laughs> When you've got speech off, your voice, your voiceover gestures are still there. So you're still really running voiceover. You're just not listening to the speech. If if you want to turn the voiceover off, then you have, then you can use Siri to turn voiceover off. Wait a minute. You just lost me. I'm sorry. This is deep. <laughs> Go again, Jody. If you, there's two, two ways. If you turn, if you want to turn voiceover on and off, you can use Siri to voiceover on, voiceover off. Or your but side two, button three times. Yes. If it's set that way. Yeah. Or your home button, if you're still old fashioned. Mm -hmm. uh, if you do the three finger double tap, you're turning the speech off, but you're 
keeping your voiceover gestures in place. So you're still running voiceover, but without the speech. Okay. This is Does that make sense, D? Uh, <laughs> this is scary. I'm a little okay. dense tonight. This is Brad. Go Keep Brad. in mind, if you have inadvertently turned your speech off, if you turn voiceover off and back on, well, the speech was off when you turned voiceover off. And when you turn it back on, the speech will still be off. Doesn't change anything. Just because you, you turned it off. On, but you won't have the regular speech on, right? Yeah. Well, you'll still yeah, hear you clicks turn... on your phone if your yes. speech is off. But okay. voiceover's still on. So if you don't have any speech, okay. uh, first thing I do is is do a three-finger double tap and see if that turns. I mean, you could try talk to Siri and Siri will talk because Siri is not voiceover. Hmm. Right, right. And you'll Terry, turn voiceover you off. But... Go, Terry. Thanks, um, you cannot use if you have speech turned off you cannot use siri well let me say if you have speech turned off and you ask siri to turn your speech back on he or she will say i can't do that Not so you siri cannot can turn the speech back on using siri the the confusing thing for people is that voiceover is the is the actual app that controls that that controls your speech and which is why our gestures are different from those who do not who do not use voiceover as the app the difference between that and speech on and off means that the app the voiceover app is still on so if you have your speech turned off so that you can still use voiceover gestures, but you just don't hear the voiceover sound because that is turned off. The gestures, uh, the voiceover app is not turned off. That's the difference. You just won't which get is, the feedback you on the clicks and the sound effects. Yeah, you won't right. hear the clicks. You don't get so that's any a pretty good clue. Right. Thank you, Terry. Yep. D, is that making this a little bit D. more sense? Yes, ma'am. Well, you can, you can always do what I did one night when I got so jammed up and I'm poking things trying to get the speech back on. I called the police by accident. Oh, no. SOS. So then they send out two little handsome police officers. Whoa. <laughs> so it wasn't all bad, huh? It wasn't all bad because, you know. If you're going to be hauled off to jail, at least they're good looking, right? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I always be so, careful so with I that. Fix my phone for me while you're here. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Be careful with that side button, that power button, because that's right. where it <laughs> triggers that. Sri, what do you have? I was going to say, you know, as a voiceover user, I would also recommend you guys to occasionally turn the speech off and listen to the sounds, because these sounds identify certain things. Um, as you're right. swiping, if you're just going from element to element, you'll hear a different sound than if you went from an element to a heading. And it's very useful when you're navigating. Sometimes you think you hit the button, but the sound doesn't play to give you an alert to say, okay, you did did you did perform a gesture, but you didn't do it correctly because the sound didn't play it. So I would definitely encourage you guys to listen Good to the point. sound also besides the voiceover talking. And I noticed, uh, by the way, as an aside, when Brad was, when you were doing your bite and you were flicking on your phone, I think you have sounds turned off, don't you, Brad? No. 
No, it took so I didn't, I didn't hear, hear the clicks. Yeah, no, they're there. They just don't really come through because I got come through on the my audio. phone connected through a wire and to my Mac, and they don't come through that loud. Gotcha. However, with Ed. that, folks, nope. Hang on. With that, we're at the top of the hour, and it's time we for are. us to say good night. I'm sorry to cut everybody off, That's but okay. we will be back. To do that myself. We have a baseball game to back. watch. By the way, if anybody's interested, yeah. Rangers up eight two, bottom of the fourth. Eight to two. So, eight two. Isn't that the score we had last night? Uh, I think so. Anyway. And then did the Astros come back to win it? No. <laughs> no, they lost. did not. Ah, okay. No, did not. So we'll see That's what happens good tonight. Omen. Thank you, everybody. Anyway, folks, I appreciate us. everyone being here. Yeah. Sandia, thanks for Herbie. Nick, thanks for meeting. Great meeting. Thank Bye, you. Buddy. Good night, everybody. Thanks, Herbie, for your high toys. Thanks, Brad, for the first hour. And good thank night. you, everyone else, for contributing. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, for everyone that's uh, contributed go and helped keep me and on track. So, all righty. Good night, everybody. Good we'll night. see you on uh, good night. Clubhouse tomorrow or. Somebody want to hum? Uh, I bugs life Thursday night. So there good night, go. everybody. Here we go. See you guys.